Welcome to the Money, Motivation, and More podcast. My name is Robert Geniak, author of the international bestseller, Rich is a State of Mind. And this episode is entitled, Is Anybody Out There? I believe it was Thursday, January 17th, 2019, when the thought really struck me. I was alone again. The holidays have been a whirlwind of activity, people descending upon our house, us descending on other people's homes, a social calendar that made me wonder why we hadn't hired somebody to keep track of it for us. For some reason, it didn't strike me until that day that I was alone again at my desk overlooking the suburbs of Oakville, Ontario. When I made the decision to give up corporate life a long time ago, being alone was perhaps one of the hardest things to get used to. I was prepared for the rigors of running my own business. Well, not really. Some days I'm still not. But I wasn't aware of how much time I would have to spend by myself, alone. During my corporate days, socialization was as easy as sticking my head above the cubicle wall and asking, who needs a coffee? Just for fun, I tried that. The sound of my own voice echoing down the hallway here scared me. Don't get me wrong, there are many advantages to solo home office life. Advantages? It's really quiet. No outside distractions allow one to stay focused on complex tasks. No sharing a bathroom with coworkers. Big plus. The refrigerator is only 24 steps away, and nobody stops by to ask you if you watched last night's gripping episode of... Well, insert reality show title here. Disadvantages? It's really quiet. It can be hard to break inertia to focus on complex tasks. You are the janitorial staff. The refrigerator is only 24 steps away. And nobody stops by to ask you if you watched last night's gripping episode of... Insert reality show title here. It sounds as if I'm playing games, but I'm not. Some of the advantages are also disadvantages. One of the first things you need to do before you can work from home successfully is understand what type of social interaction allows you to function better. As a writer, well, aspiring writer, I like the quiet of my home office, or perhaps a laptop well-balanced while I recline on the couch, but there are many days when I long to hear the voices of other people in conversation. One of the advantages of my location is that I'm within easy walking distance of at least three good coffee shops where I can go and set up, fire up the laptop, and ignore the conversations going on around me by putting on noise-canceling headphones. I do like the physical proximity to the socialization, I just don't want to be listening to their conversations while I'm trying to write. On days when I'm feeling more social, I take off the headphones. And, while not eavesdropping, the reality is, really good stories and characters are everywhere, so it really depends on what I'm working on that day. Aside from the social interaction issues, there are two characteristics that I think you must have to be a successful home office worker. Number one, self-motivation. Without this, working at home will never work for you. When you are alone, you are completely reliant on yourself to get started each day. If you need someone looking over your shoulder, and yeah, some people do, you'll find yourself easily distracted. Nobody will be there to remind you you have deadlines to meet. If your printer isn't working or you can't seem to send or receive email, your lifeline to the outside world for the home office worker. There's no yelling over the cubicle wall. Hey, is the internet down? You'll have to figure out if the internet's down, and you'll have to learn to troubleshoot some things all by yourself. Number two, obsession. No, I'm not talking about becoming the neighborhood stalker. To be successful in the home office, it not only requires you to get started, but also to keep going. The refrigerator, daytime television, PVRs, unlimited web surfing, will all conspire against you completing any given task if you let them. Being obsessively focused on the task at hand, diligent about your schedule and the to-do list, 
will help you tremendously in blocking out these distractions. You know your social style. You're self-motivated and you're willing to be obsessive enough to stay focused. You're done, right? Well, wrong. One last little piece of advice will make a big difference on the success of your home office enterprise. You have to know when to quit. And no, I don't mean quitting the job. I mean, you have to know when to stop working. Parkinson's Law states, work expands as to fill the time available for its completion. In your home office, you'll find a tendency to start when you fire up the computer first thing in the morning and work until something or someone pulls you away from it. When you work in an office and an idea arrives on a Saturday afternoon, you probably just jot it down. It's rare that you would jump in your car, drive there, do something about it. But with a home office, it's too easy to walk from the kitchen and down the hall thinking, this will only take a minute. And four hours later, your spouse pokes their head into the office and says something potentially unpleasant. It'll be really unpleasant if this is the fifth day in a row that that inspiration is struck at a really bad time. So I believe these are the simple basics of successfully working in your home office. One, know your social interaction style. Two, be able to kickstart yourself. Three, stay focused without people pushing you. And four, just as important, don't let work consume all the time you have at home. I can tell you from experience that it can be incredibly rewarding, if occasionally lonely. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm 24 steps away from a ham sandwich. This has been another episode of the Money, Motivation, and More podcast. I'm your host, Robert Geniak. If you're getting this podcast from Apple Podcasts, thank you. It's also available on Blueberry, CastBox, Player FM, and at the robertgeniak.com website. If you're listening to it on some other platform, please drop me a note and let me know. I'd be happy to know where you're getting the podcast from. As always, I'm open to suggestions about future podcasts and about feedback about this very podcast itself. Until next time, thank you for listening.